This is Matt Peters. This is Lex Lutz. And you're listening to Lex and Matt's Excellent Adventure. Oh, crap. Were we supposed to do that at the same time? No. Okay. <laughs> Start the show. <laughs> Have your allergies been really bad? Um, allergies have been okay. I can't complain about that too much. I got like a, a sore tooth issue, so I'm just trying Ooh. to... Yeah, that's rough. Just, you know, white knuckle it basically until the new year so my insurance rolls over. <laughs> oh, you don't have insurance covering it right now? I have insurance, but yeah, I maxed it out um, for this year as far as dental goes. So I'm Oh, waiting. yeah. Shit. Because they straight up told me like, hey, look, you know, we got we got more work to do, but just just hold on. Just, you know, try to try to make it last until next year. And uh, we'll see you. And this is like maybe two months ago I went in last, you know. And, Fucking uh, such a scam. It really is. Insurance is such a scam. And I'm learning that. Like, I went to pick up medicine the other day and I was like, oh, I have insurance now. And it was like it was still like thirty dollars out of pocket. And I'm just like, okay, so normally with my, because I buy like the Walgreens card or whatever, normally it's like $70. Uh-huh. So yeah, I did save money, but I'm spending a shit ton of money every month on health insurance. So it's like, uh, yeah. okay. It's really ridiculous. Like, yeah. without insurance, asthma inhalers are like $234. <laughs> yeah. You know, and that's... <laughs> That's crazy. That's just insane that it would cost that much just to just just for the right to breathe, just for something that uh, is produced for much less, and other countries get it for you know basically the uh, the base uh, the base uh, cost because they realize yeah. like yeah. you gotta and breathe. some don't even have to pay that. It just right. depends. Mm-hmm. Like it's crazy. <laughs> but anyway, that anyway. sucks. Yeah, life's weird right now. It is. That's that's been a Lex update. <laughs> so you got the new job, and they're treating yes. you pretty okay, from what I understand. They are. Okay, okay, and you got you you, you got a little you got a little uh, a little uh, I don't want to say disposable income, but you you're doing okay. You're doing all right. <laughs> so I, I'm do I would say I'm doing fairly well. All right. Considering I have. No wife, no prospects, no girlfriend, no children. I do have a cat. You know. Yep. But other than that, I don't really, you know, I don't have any any dependables or what dependents. That's the word I'm looking for. But you got friends and family. So that begs the question. Have you begun uh, Christmas shopping yet? Um Okay. So that's a difficult question. <laughs> Was that a Be- difficult question? No, because <laughs> I will say, um, you and I get gifts for each other, right? Yeah. Usually. Usually we get a little something for each other. Mm-hmm. Um, I tend to, and I don't, I have to talk to him about it, but like the last few years, like I have Bradley and I have gotten gifts for each other kind of situation. Sure. Um, maybe it's because long distance friendship is just a little different. Um, and the same with Allison. She lives in New York. We've, we've exchanged gifts, but like, Really, realistically, we just—I just don't really exchange gifts with people. Ah, gotcha. Like, like Ryan and I don't do that typically. Eric and I don't do that. Um, but not to say we never have. Mm-hmm. You know, we've given birthday gifts occasionally, whatever. But no, so like, 
as far as like, oh, what are you getting X, Y, and Z for Christmas? I, I have honestly, I, I really, and my dad, he like I would normally get him something, mm-hmm. but like this year he already picked out the thing that he wanted. And it was like a bigger ticket item, so I just contributed to the bigger ticket item. Ah, gotcha. Which was yeah. a fancy ice maker. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, like cool ice yeah, maker. Yeah, yeah the, the pellet ice maker. Freaking so, like, that rad. was a thing that he really wanted. Love it. And I was just like, okay, let me contribute to that for Christmas, birthday, or whatever. Because mm-hmm. his, his birthday is also in December. Um, so, so, yeah, I really haven't... I I am thinking of things like trying to kind of plan that, but yeah. I'm also like, yeah, even my brother and I, we don't we don't typically buy gifts for each other and stuff. Well, I'll say um, this: like my 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 mo usually is not to do <laughs> gift uh, exchanges yeah. with a lot of people, and it's it's not because I don't care or anything like that. It's it's just right. because like I grew up in a in a larger family, and it was yeah. just financially impossible. To buy gifts for every single, yes. you know, aunt, uncle, Same. cousin, because yeah, there's just so many people, and oh my god, yeah, that's massive family. We like, never, we never went so the way of doing like you know, uh, Yankee Swap or, or, or White Elephant or whatever people call it in their in their circles. We never did that. Okay, yeah, we would just we have done that. Okay, so we I would just come over in the past, and in have the past like a few big years, meal. and that's one gift. You only have to buy one gift, and it's usually a joke gift. Ah, okay. So, okay. um, one time we bought like, like I bought like an, uh, inflatable like chair. I don't know, some stupid shit like that. Uh, but yeah, like, you know, it's, it, I have done things like that in the past. They're really dumb. It's usually like $15. Yeah. So I have done that. Um, yeah, like I, I don't know. It's, it's weird. I'm not even getting or doing gifts this year for myself. Like I'm not, like I'm not. There's been no, like, I want this. Like, that's just weird to me now. <laughs> and, yeah, I don't I don't really have that, like, buy this for this person. I will probably soon try to figure out a gift for my nieces and nephew. And what I'm going to do for them, I do know my plan for them, yeah. which is I don't know exactly what I'm getting them, but they're each going to get one nice gift. Mm. That's it. Okay. Like just one good thing, one quality thing from me. So I'm not I'm not big on gift giving. However, I am big on exploiting capitalism. And yes. every year I use uh my my skills of of deal finding uh in order oh, to donate to different charities it. and stuff like that, you know, like, uh, toy drives and everything. I I love absolutely love giving toys to kids at Christmas because I, you know, I think I've talked about this a little bit before. I remember growing up, times were hard and, you know, we couldn't make ends meet and it it really hit us at a point where it wasn't really, you know, my Christmas that was like quote unquote ruined or whatever, but my brother was still young enough to kind of like buy into the whole idea. And so, you know, just waking up Christmas morning and not having anything, it's pretty humbling. So, it is. I, I have had. Sure I know exactly that that doesn't happen for kids. Me. You know, just yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, recently in Chicago, something happened 
that really got under my skin. This is like two days ago. This is on the news. Like, yeah, you uh, sent me that. This, yeah, that group called uh, Kids Corner. <laughs> they they had a a whole like shipping container of toys and coats, brand new stuff for kids that they were going to give out this 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 holiday. And somebody snapped the lock, got away with all the stuff. I know the police are looking into it, but they don't really have much uh, much hope on recovering it. So they're trying to get as much as they can donated in a small amount of time. So, yeah, we started working today. D and I started working today trying to get some stuff together. And uh, okay, I pledge to this. Awesome. I pledge to this. <laughs> I I have disposable income, and as I previously just said, I do not. Um, Ha- buy a lot of gifts for other people so loop me in coach i'm okay. ready let's go <laughs> you got it <laughs> so yeah we got we got a nice little stack going so far but we want to make sure that they don't you know have any disappointed kids what i would rather that- do is just give you some money <laughs> and then you can like give me some receipts later for <laughs> for the purchases of like whatever <laughs> And I'm like, or or not, I trust you. I'm, I'm like, whatever. Send you, I'm send you pictures like, here, this is what you got this kid. This is what you got this kid. <laughs> this kid was happy. What if that. it's just you as like dressed up like a kid? Uh-huh. Like and yep. you're wearing like Spider-Man pajamas, but you're holding Nerf guns and stuff. <laughs> yeah, that would be awesome. I'm just holding a, a, an OLED switch. Just like, thanks. <laughs> oh, fuck you. Yeah. No, oh. I... I I want to, yeah, I, I, that story sucked. And I joked in my response, I was awful <laughs> to you and I joked about it. But, you know, it does suck. But the the only good thing about stories like that is that people in, in communities always step up. They right. do. Right. And I think that they are a stark reminder that there are more good people than bad people. But we always have the spotlight on the bad people. That's true. That's like true. How many people walk through life and pass you on the street or whatever or see you at Target and they have no idea how much like toys you have given away over the years and made kids Christmases. They have no clue. But they know about that toy truck that was stolen. So they walk through life thinking everyone is shitty and steals the toy truck and everything like that. And it's like, no, there was that guy that you just passed that has done all of these good things in life, but you don't know about it. So well, see, that's the other part of it, too. And it's 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 part of the whole thing when you're being charitable, whether or not you want to move in silence or you want to, you know, be boastful about it. And I've, I've oh, always I want to be boastful. I want attention. That's why I waited <laughs> to tell you on the podcast. I knew about this. We actually planned this ahead uh, of time. <laughs> Matt told me that he was going to be donating things and I said, "Hold on one second. Let's continue this on the podcast so that I can I can get the attention." Yes. That's what I'm here for. Guess I'm here for the attention and you know that by now. Well, see, that's what I want to appeal to right there. That's that's what I want to appeal to in people when I do all the crazy stuff that I do. Like yeah. one year when I was doing a toy drive, I was like, you know, just I forget what we were on. It was Instagram, I guess at the time. It was like we were Putting out an IG story a day of me just putting a different toy into the toy drive bucket with a different that associated was fun. song. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. And then people started seeing that, and they would bring stuff in, and 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 we had a nice little pile going. And that's just it. You know, it's like, all right, yes, moving in silence. I understand. You know, everybody wants to be modest about their giving. It's not about being boastful or braggadocious or whatever. But if you can encourage people, if you can encourage people to match that energy. And do something that they can feel good about. 
and to take a little weight off of their shoulders and, and, you know, give something back to, uh, you know, the less fortunate, the community, by all means, let people know, screaming from the mountaintops. Yes, we're doing this. this is a charity drive. We're, you know, making it happen. So, um, this time yeah, of year. And also mm-hmm. like, you never know, guys, you might have enemies. And those enemies might be watching you donate those things. They might be thinking, fuck you. I have to be better than you in every way. And then they're just just like, you know, I have to be better than you. Yes. So they'll go donate $500 worth of stuff. Oh, You don't know. You don't know. That's true. Um, So, yeah. You know, that's why I always invite mortal enemies, haters, uh, whatever you want to call them, to come through. And show that you're better than me. I, I dare you. I challenge you to come out and give more than I. Come on. Let's make it happen. Do it. Do it. Do so it. anyway, that's what I got. Yeah. <laughs> no, yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. So I, I'm I guess I'm not really in the like Christmassy mindset because I haven't started shopping or whatever. I did put up the tree. Mm-hmm. So I did that. But other than that, no, 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 no big plans, no big deal, you know. Yeah, I mean, it's still kind of a weird time. You know, people are still very hesitant about getting together, of course. And, uh, you know, with all this recent news about the, the new go round, uh, you know, what's happening and everything, people are. Optimus Prime. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. You know, uh, yeah. <laughs> people are even more, uh, you know, nervous about what the future holds. So. You know, I totally get it. I totally understand. Just celebrate in the way that makes you happy. You know, it's it's Hanukkah yeah. this week. If you if you if you want to do that, do that. If that's your deal, if that's your jive, have fun with the Hanukkah. Um, you know, just get get something that makes you happy this time of year. If you want to keep it going with Halloween, that's fine too. I don't care. Keep Halloween going until the end of the year if it so pleases you. That's absolutely okay. Yeah, I feel the same way. Do whatever you like. Do whatever makes you happy. Mm-hmm. Um, keep Halloween going. Whatever. <laughs> I've seen. I don't. I don't know. I've fallen down that that rabbit hole on TikTok. There are various people who have incorporated or repurposed, one could say, their Halloween decorations into the Christmas tree. So it all just kind of rolls like a big katamari bowl into the uh, you know the holiday season. Oh, yeah, Shannon has done that, the Citrine Ghost. Maybe that's who I was thinking of. <laughs> well, maybe that's one that you saw, but that's um, Shannon, uh, who one of my close friends, and Eric of Turtle Soup's wife. Mm. But she has her own um, shop and Etsy and all that. And so she she's doing like a spooky Christmas tree and everything like that. It's right really on. cool. Right Goth on. Christmas tree, I think is what she calls it. Yeah. The spooky Christmas tree. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's get to the meat and potatoes here. Um, yeah. Let's do we got that some thing. stories. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, story that just broke earlier that I kind of briefly just going to talk about. Um, okay. Technically, you'll see headlines that Hulu canceled Pen15, which is a show that I've talked about how much I love mm-hmm. on this podcast. I stand by it. I think it's great. I haven't seen any of these new episodes. Oh, I don't know if they've technically dropped yet. That might be later this week. Um. I initially was like, how the fuck could they cancel that? And I was incredibly shocked by that. It's more complicated than that. Um, It seems that the show was essentially killed by COVID. Oh, Um, one of those. Another scenario. Yeah. Yeah. 
So they were going to film the back half of season two when COVID hit. Mm-hmm. Um, and that delayed them. And the creators and stars of the show were kind of like didn't know what to do because um, for anyone who has not seen it, they are playing themselves as 13 year olds. Yeah. But they've cast actors around them who are actually 13, which makes a great juxtaposition of like, it's so funny. It's so good. But those actors are acting in real time. Are aging in real time. So I, th- and they're, I mean, come on, like we, we all look at stranger things and we go, okay, like yeah. this has been so long now. <laughs> um, so between that and apparently they have been developing and working on this show for 10 years. They're just kind of like, they're kind of done. They're take, they want to take a break from it or whatever. Mm. So it's, it's technically ending. Yeah. It's technically done. However, Hulu wanted more seasons, and Hulu has said the door's open, come back. Wow, okay. Well, so that's they basically have a freestanding like return that from what I've read. Yeah. Uh, and they're going off to do other things. They did do a animated special for the show. Mm, okay. I'm wondering if they might want to try that again um, in the future. Who knows? Uh, I'm... I'm really sad to see it go, but I'm glad that they are ending it on their terms, that this is a choice that they're making. Um, Weirdly, they also, both actresses got pregnant at the same time around quarantine. Wow. Just within like a month or so of each other, something like that. So that's also, I'm sure, a factor um, is like, take a break. You know, we, (laughs) we all know COVID has made us all rethink our lives and where we put our priorities and everything like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, this might be just a consequence of, of that happening. Um, so it's sad to see it go, but I kind of, I just wanted to cover it more, more of like, this is a case where the headlines are reading something that I don't think is accurate, mm-hmm. which is, Pen15 really wasn't canceled in the way that Netflix has fucked over shows and canceled shows. Yeah. Um, who hasn't, I don't know if they've done that to a lot of shows in the past, but, you know, that Netflix is obviously the prime example. We've talked about it numerous times. What they did to Glow still bothers me. But, yes, absolutely. Uh, another show killed by COVID, essentially. But, you know, I, I, I kind of wanted to give Hulu credit because it sounds like they did what they could to try to encourage them to come back and have left the door open, but didn't try to push it and be, you know, unreasonable about it. Yeah. And I think that respect for creators is difficult to find nowadays. Um, I know that HBO is apparently really good about that. Like when creators want to end shows or whatever, they're good about going, no, okay, let's stop. Oh, we know for a fact um, they're good about those fans- extended hiatuses because, you know, Kirby enthusiasm <laughs> goes away for three years at a time. And it's like, oh, yeah, that still exists. Come come on back, guys. But I, I think that's a really smart business move, honestly. When you I have agree. something that's successful and you have a whole back catalog, uh, Kirby enthusiasm being one of them that's like, yeah, so Curb, like, they they have all of these shows. Like, new people will discover that show. Right. And then they'll come back later when the show comes back, whenever that happens. Mm-hmm. And I think Hulu kind of wants Pen15 to, to be something like that, that people will still come to their platform for. 
and then stick around for other things, and then maybe they'll get more of it in the future. And maybe not. Yeah. But, you know, it's such a bold show that I don't think anyone else would be brave enough to make. We've um we've been living in this in this world of streaming content where it's been like urgent urgent you got to get this stuff done it's got to come out now you know for so long because yeah you know the whole Netflix um boom of all the original content that can't started coming out a few years back and yeah I mean I can understand how these services are getting burnt out just overall and you know that that's why a lot of the uh, the content that's being um you know produced at Netflix now is coming out of like. South Korea and Hong Kong and stuff like that. We're seeing a lot more of that content, uh, you know, just because, yeah, there's only so much that can be done, especially with COVID hanging over everybody. Right. Right. And we're also seeing streaming services embracing old ideas again. Mm -hmm. So, you know, Disney plus has been doing weekly releases. Oh, there's something I wanted to share with you as well. I saw that the uh, the release schedule for uh, The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel is going to basically make it a four-week event. So they're going to release uh, episodes in, in sections, basically, just, you know, a collection. And then, yeah, I'm I'm actually okay with that because yeah. I usually end up binging binging that show in like two nights and mm. then I'm really sad. <laughs> so I'm fine with that. Um, yeah. I was kind of thinking about this with Ted Lasso, mm. and the week after Ted Lasso ended, I was like, it's Friday night. I don't right? have Ted Lasso. Like, and and that is the thing that we've been missing. Well, you hit the I nail did. on the head with Disney because every Wednesday for a while it was like, all right, we got a new Disney show or a new uh, Marvel show. What's going on? And yeah, then, I haven't watched Hawkeye yet, though. I'm I'm very excited to watch it. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. I just haven't gotten around to it yet. I think you'll dig it. I do think you'll I, dig I, it. I think I will, too. Yeah, I'm, I, w- I want to watch it. Mm-hmm. That will probably start later this week. <coughs> Sorry. My allergies have been killing me, guys. So, um, Same same vein. Uh, this, this story is from a few weeks ago, but I did want to talk about it because Matt and I were talking about it off mic and it's the same type of thing, mm-hmm. which is why the last man was canceled. I don't remember if we talked about it, that on the show. Mm. Yeah. It, it escapes me uh, too, but yeah. <laughs> right. So why the last man was canceled. I blame that on the FX to Hulu situation that I think was very confusing to very. The viewers. Yeah. Um, for it being like the show that we're launching FX on Hulu. It's like, uh, make it a Hulu exclusive or put it on FX and then just have it stream. I don't understand this. But anyway, um, the creator of the show, she wants to have it air. She has like a five-year plan. So she basically 50 episodes total because there's 10 episodes in this first season. Um, uh, the seven episodes aired when they canceled it. Canceled it. So her plan is like five seasons, which is makes perfect sense, especially given the content of the books, yeah. um, 50 episodes and done. And <clears throat> the rumor is, and this is from, you know, Hollywood Reporter and stuff like that, reputable sources that it's it's not that it was bad. It's just COVID and money and contracts and all like all kinds of things messed it up Mm -hmm. but basically this show is um fx is allowing them to shop it elsewhere and there's still a very good possibility that it could get picked up by another network Mm. Uh, i think hbo being one of the biggest contenders I think HBO is where it should have been in the first place. It should be, especially they have Vertigo, DC, and everything now. 
it should be an HBO Max original show. It should be, and it it, it does yeah. it does confuse me why um, certain shows now that now that basically everything is on a streaming platform. I understand back when you know uh, network time was a thing, and we couldn't have uh, shows in addition to Arrow. Uh, you know, and, and Flash and, uh, Le- Le- Legends of Tomorrow, uh, because there was only so much time on the, on the right. CW schedule and they didn't want it right. to be like the superhero channel. But now that we have HBO Max and, you know, we've got all these fantastic shows airing there, like Doom Patrol, Titans, Harley Quinn right. and Peacemaker coming up too. Yes. Why not carve out another little section for Vertigo stuff or, DC Black or whatever they want to call it now, you know. Um, it, it. I think it's just the money. Like, it, it, you know, yeah. think about um, the cast as well. Like, yeah, there's a lot of like no names. You know, Yorick is kind of a no name actor, but you also have um, Diane Lane. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're they're keeping her on retainer to be in that show because she's a very big character yeah. in the comics. And they can't um, just swap out that actress. It's like, yeah, we notice immediately. I mean, look. If it's the show going with, you know, everyone else comes back, but she they they have to recast her, I'd mm-hmm. understand. Hmm. I would okay. rather see the show continue yeah. and everyone, you know, continue to work on that. Especially, I, I, I always get sad as fuck cause like when, you know, the crew loses out, too. Because you have to remember, yeah, there's that whole cast, but there's also, you know, over 100 people working behind the scenes on crew True. and everything like that. Mm-hmm. There's a writer's room that is very passionate about the project. It's just it's just sad to see shows get canceled, especially when it's like, you know, people love making it. Right. Um But yeah, I'm with you. Like why not? Why not do this? Yeah, but I'm I'm with you as well. It does sound like a good fit for HBO. I think uh that and um Sandman would have been a good fit for HBO as well, but that ended up at, at Netflix somehow. Uh, but like you said, it's and, probably a money thing. Yeah. And you and I talked about when they announced that Why the Last Man was going to be on FX. I was like, I think that's a mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, I openly said that I think it should be on a network like HBO. Yeah. I just think that they know how to make that content the way that it should be made. And and there's nothing wrong with the FX show. No. I, I like I, you know, I think it's handled it well from what i've seen i stopped watching because it got canceled it upset me a lot mm-hmm. um for people who don't remember or don't know you know it's my favorite it's one of my favorite series of all time uh pretty much it's up there probably the one that i recommend to people the most and everything but i'm so, with you you don't want to invest time in a show that's been canceled either it's like all right yeah and yeah. let my heart get further into this thing that i already love mm-hmm. and know that it's disappearing Ooh, yeah so I already have trust and abandonment issues. I don't need more, y'all. I, I can't take any more. Same. So <laughs> let's hope that that does get picked up by another network or that FX and Hulu are able to rally back and be like, look, yeah, sorry, baby. Don't leave us. We'll we'll, we'll make it right. We'll do better this I don't, time. I don't think it'll be Netflix. I think it would either be, yeah, Hulu I think is a little less likely because I think they would have just picked it up for season two and said, hey, it's a Hulu exclusive. Um, I think HBO is the best shot. Mm. Maybe a Showtime, but Ooh, yeah. yeah. Showtime needs something because they really have <laughs> just kind of fallen off the face yeah, of the Yeah, they, they lost Shameless. They brought back Dexter, but I don't know how that's doing. They don't really have anything going on. Not really. Not really. No. 
Okay. So, other what comic movie about? news. Let's talk about Spider-Man. Spider-Man? Spider-Man. So, yesterday was Spider-Monday, which saw... Uh, yeah, the big, that's a thing. Yeah, apparently. You know, the day. <laughs> they're, they're trying to... to make it sound like cyber monday right yeah exactly they had a whole bit with him and jamie fox going back and forth about that uh for some for some advertisement which by the way it's funny now that you know they've revealed finally officially who's gonna be in this uh for the most part now jamie fox can just like show up and advertising like oh hey guys hey yeah i'm in this come come see it if you like me i'm i'm in this come on over so yeah he was like yeah we should call it electro monday and it was a whole bit and it was kind of fell flat but whatever yeah it was spider monday yesterday and the amc servers crashed because people were trying to order tickets to go see spider-man in the theater so they're That's already cool. going nuts talking about this could do infinity war numbers this could do Endgame numbers you know interesting yeah because people are really excited about all the hullabaloo with the uh, possible returning spider-man i really hope at this point that that happens because if it doesn't <laughs> It's going to be some angry nerds on the internet, boy. But, you know, we're going to know immediately. Oh, yeah. Because we're going to see Twitter being, even if they're not spoiling it, they're either going to be like, wow, that was a disappointment, or they're going to be like, God, this movie was legendary. You know, Look. like, you're going to know. Look, I'm, I'm ready. Before it's even released in the States here, we're going to know. It's going to be spoiled. I'm ready for this one. I've, I've already just chalked this up to a wash, because either way. Whether I don't care. Happy, yeah, I've seen the set pictures. I don't care. I'm fine with it. Whether the nerds are pleased or disappointed, we're going to hear about it immediately after that yeah. first showing. No, even before that, the Thursday night when the when the theater uh, workers it, get to see it, we're going to know. No, we'll know before that because remember, they always premiere in the UK. Mm -hmm. And that's what fucks you over. <laughs> There's going to be YouTube suggestions, and it's just like, oh my God, I can't believe Venom stole the entire show. And no, it wasn't Tom Hardy. Ew, it was the dude from that 70s show. <laughs> oh my God, I didn't even think about Venom being in it in any capacity. That's. Ugh. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. That so, probably will happen. Yeah. I mean, it's gonna it's gonna be the biggest event ever. So anyway, they also confirmed that uh, there's a future for Spider-Man because Tom Holland has been alluding to the fact that this is the end of the Spider-Man trilogy, and that's got people saying, "I guess he's done with Spider-Man. I guess Spider-Man gets four mo or rather three movies, and that's it." No, says Sony and Marvel. We are negotiating. We're working on stuff. We have Spider-Man 4, 5, and 6 confirmed. It's going to be another trilogy featuring Tom Holland, starring Tom Holland. He'll be back. So That's, that that's him. <laughs> He's doing that on purpose. <laughs> right, right, right. He's like, I'm... That's contracts have not been signed yet. Uh -huh. And he's like, I don't know about this. <laughs> we know this dance. Ah, I feel like I'm too old to play Spider-Man now. <sighs> you know? <laughs> I've been doing this for 10 years. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It's fine. It's yeah. I don't know. We'll see how it goes. But I want Sony... him to age into Spider-Man and play adult Peter Parker. who's yeah. like married and balancing his life and then training a mentor, which I put in our notes, a Miles Morales. That like, would be interesting to see. That would really I want that. be cool. I want it to be different. Yeah. You know, just uh, play out all these all these plot lines that they've they've alluded to, you know. That would be something unique for the Spider-Man movies. Actually yeah. coming through with these little Easter eggs they throw in there, with these little like hints about the future. Like yeah. we saw how many? Yeah, three movies. Three movies yeah. 
with Spider-Man going to college and him, uh, you know, running into Dr. Kirk Connors, you know, being a, being a, um, a paraplegic and, you know, him always alluding to having some type of solution with, with lizards and, and whatnot and that never paying off. Never. And then, of course, in the first Amazing Spider-Man movie, we got the lizard. And we were like, oh, that's what that was supposed to be all along. Okay, now we get it. Right. Yeah. It's unfortunate because it it just, like, each one kind of misses something. Right. Right. Um, but the, obviously the closest, I think, have been these movies, right? Although I know there are people who are diehard for the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man, but... Every Spider-Man has its fan base, and it's it's true what you said. There's always something that's missing. Like this, Peter Parker hasn't been into photography at all. He hasn't worked for the Daily Bugle. I don't even think they mentioned photography or the Daily Bugle in the Amazing Spider-Man movies with Andrew Garfield. Um, you know that wasn't even a thing. And of course, Tobey Maguire was all about working for the newspaper, and you know that's his dream job and stuff like that. Yeah. So I'm glad they cut that because it's just like, eh, whatever. <laughs> it's too Superman-y. I mean, it really, that feels like uh, Clark's thing all the time. Every time I see, them, you know, like, oh, it's the Daily Bugle. Right. That's the one. Yeah. Okay. And I just don't care. And I, I like that he's smart and builds his own shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I like that. that. That's a cool element to Peter. So just keep it. That know? is, that is, especially now. I mean, you know, there's, there's so many in- incredibly talented youths that can put shit together like that, you know, and, right. and really build this type of uh, technology or something close to it. Like we've seen people on, on YouTube, like making web shooters that actually work with like magnets and rope and stuff like that. Those freak me out, man. They yeah. really do. But at the same time, I kind of want one. And then. <laughs> You know, even flame like we've seen like handheld flamethrowers, like people doing oh, crazy stuff. I with think that. it's amazing, but I'm just like, how did you do this? Yeah. It freaks me out. I guess I should have clarified. It freaks me out that someone can just build that in their home. Right. Right. <laughs> the same with like people that are like, I have a functioning Iron Man helmet, and I'm like, why the fuck can you make that? Right. It's so that funny. That scares me. Yeah, because it's like you know, you're you're minutes away from being able to actually make it fly at this point, which is nuts. Um, right. You know, there, there used to be that thing, the anarchist cookbook. And I think, Oh yeah, I remember, that. you know, people who were kind of crafty and stuff like that and messing around with chemicals and electronics and stuff like that in their own, in their own home, that was kind of stigmatized because of the popularity of that book and what it was used for. But I think that's, right. that's, uh, kind of gone down recently, you know, not so recently. Is it true that you ended up on lists if you bought that book, though? I think so. I do yeah, think so. Yeah, you got tagged, basically. Yeah. Which, honestly, that makes sense. Like, they shouldn't harass you if you're not actually doing anything wrong. But if you end up on, like, a watch list mm-hmm. <laughs> because you're buying a book that tells you how to make bombs and shit, like, that makes sense. Right, right. I mean, well, that that does completely make sense It's it's if it's framed in that way. But if it's like, hey... Here's a cool chemical reaction, and you can use this to make elephant toothpaste. You know, that's right, a completely right, right. different totally animal different. altogether. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, totally different. Yeah, yeah. So, anyway, um, yeah, those movies are happening. And don't forget, Morbius is still a thing to come Some for some reason. I don't Fucking know. What? I forgot about that. I swear <laughs> you have mentioned that recently. Now that you say that, you've mentioned that recently on the podcast. And mm-hmm. I had the same reaction where I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's true. <laughs> 
If Jared Leto shows up in this fucking movie, I will scream. I don't know. We just just want you to leave us alone, Jared Leto. That's all. We just want you to leave us alone. Just do your thing over there. Just stay away from me. I want Jared Leto to do nothing anymore. Like... Them so much. No more Leto. <laughs> Hashtag no more Leto. Hashtag no more Leto. I do really want to see the House of Gucci movie, though. We'll say that. And I think it's mostly just because it's Lady Gaga. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I love I love her. So I'm, I'm kind of... Uh, that, that reminds me of another piece of media that's kind of, um, you know, got me uh, a little twisted up. There's a new Chase commercial that features Catherine O'Hara. Oh, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. It is great. Except the Kevin that she lost this time was Kevin Hart. Yeah. You know, it's sweet and sour, bud. Yeah. yeah. You can't have everything. It that's me. That's life. <laughs> but, yeah, it was a funny commercial, nevertheless. It was it was pretty crafty. I'll give it I'll give it that. I think Neil Brennan is directing those, by the way. Oh, that's just, random. Yeah, just his thing, his money-making endeavor lately. His direct oh, shit, Chase yeah. If you if you do commercials, oh my god, there's so much money in commercials. I saw a video recently. <laughs> it sounded like a very Martin Short delivery there. I saw a video recently of um, a, a, a writer who was talking about how much he made off of residuals. And this is something you've brought up on the show before, which is once these uh, shows hit streaming services, the residuals just drastically go down. Like... Mm-hmm. It, those deals are just trash, no matter yeah. what it is. And this is a guy who worked on King of the Hill and uh, Rules of Engagement, you know, that sort of thing. He was saying, like, yeah, okay, here's a King of the Hill episode that I wrote uh, 20 years ago. I got $251 for that. Here's an episode of Rules of Engagement that I wrote, uh, you know, more recently than that, and I got $8. So, yeah. you know, thanks to everybody who streamed it, but because of a deal, <laughs> this is all I'm getting now for this. So. Yeah, I have a feeling we will have a future potential strike um, over the poor pay. Yeah, yeah, uh, there's the got to be. Services. There's got to be. Because that's what the 2007-2008 writer's strike was about, was about DVDs. Mm-hmm. Um, writers were having the same issue, but with physical media. And yeah. now I think it's going to extend into this. But hopefully they'll, you know, they'll negotiate a better deal um, the Writers Guild will do that without having to strike. Mm-hmm. I hope so, too. That's I mean, they deserve it. It's the same work. It's the same amount of work that was done there. There's no reason that those writers should be getting paid less for the entertainment they provided. Right. Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. What's the story you put at the top here? I didn't even really look at that too hard. So you actually you should click on it just to see the this video. Okay. So apparently Jason Momoa was gonna or wanted to play the crow. Oh. Okay. Was gonna play the crow. I had never heard this before, oh. but someone leaked um it was a uh stills from director F Xavier Gutierrez's now defunct remake of the film The Crow, and it found its way online. Hmm. And it looks really cool. Like Jason Momoa as the crow. I can dig it. I mean, really? Yeah. Yeah. 
He looks good. Like yeah. it looks he looks very creepy and yeah, he just kind of it, like it it almost like it's weird cuz it's just two little little clips that someone posted on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And it's like shit, like he looks different. He does not look like um Aquaman or <laughs> like a Dothraki. Like he he really physically looks different in it. Yeah. Even though he's still strong and Jason Momoa. In his younger days, he really was a uh you know, an actor who could do a lot of different stuff. I mean, now he's kind of like the bro. He's kind of typecast and I think this is him just like settling into that role and just winding down like, yeah, this is who I am. I'm just going to be myself in all these roles from now on. Kind of like The Rock, you know, um, how he tried a lot of interesting things at the beginning of his acting career. Then he's like, no, nah, I'm just a big muscle guy. This is what I do. Yeah. So Momo is there now. But yeah, early in his career, man, like he was doing like sitcoms and, yeah. you know, just all kind of stuff. It's crazy. Sometimes it sometimes it takes that time to figure out. For well, not necessarily for the actor to figure out what they're doing because they're just taking on roles and anything they can get their hands on. Yeah. But like for Hollywood or producers, directors, whatever, to figure out what they want you to be, mm-hmm. and then you kind of have to see if that gels with you, and that's that's a whole process in of itself. And then some of them don't end up liking that role that they're in. And I think that's why we get lots of people that go off the rails. Yeah. So, yeah, we missed out on that. But, you know, it's it's interesting to see what could have been. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. Maybe it goes the way of Deadpool. Oh, just manifesting it through sharing or leaking the footage? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm wondering if this leak was intentional for that. Oh. Like, they, they really still want to do it. And... They're passionate about it, and yeah. you know, like I said, maybe it's a maybe it becomes a Deadpool thing. That franchise has such an interesting legacy with with uh, Brandon Lee, uh, you know, of course, unfortunately uh, losing his life uh, on set. Yeah. We talked about that, of course, related to the uh, conversation we were having about the um, Alec Baldwin uh, situation yeah. lately. But yeah, I mean, that whole franchise—it's it's had so many starts and restarts. And the source material allows itself to that um, because, yeah, there's not just one crow. That's kind of just like a mantle uh, that's passed along. Even if you've seen the first movie, you get the basic gist of, of the character. Um, and it's not always the same guy. So it's interesting uh, that they've tried so many times to bring it back. There was even a, um, a syndicated series at one point. Um, and it just... it just has not caught on the way that you would you would expect it to. Right. It's oh god, it's so weird. What is Deer Simulator? Oh like? god. So all right, here's here's Jesus. my random uh Game Pass suggestion of the week. Oh no. Let's see if okay. we can make this a thing. Let's see if this segment will stick. Okay. Deer Simulator. Now, I don't know um there there are different simulator games that are popularized. They're usually on PC. Uh, there's Train Simulator, where you get to be a train conductor, and it's just very authentic, very real, uh, in, in, uh, you know, you just being in the cockpit of a, of a different train, or, or, of course, Microsoft's popular flight simulator that's been around since before I was born. Um, you know, Farming Simulator took off, Trucking Simulator, just all these weird iterations of these games. And so a few there's years a back... There's a simulator there's like all kinds of them, yeah. Yeah, so a few years back, somebody decided to kind of like have a little fun and make a game called 
goat simulator. And mm, so yeah. you're just a goat. And it's it's still kind of realistic. And you're going around this town and you're just causing havoc and, you know, just getting in people's business and stuff like that. But then this game came out. And it's it's wild, man. It's difficult to explain. And I highly recommend that if you are the type of person that partakes in in different uh, libations such as, you know, alcohol or, or, or other things that I, I won't mention, um, you should give this game a try while while enjoying those. You're a deer. Um, but you're not only a deer, you're a, a resurrected man uh, who saved a deer's life. And so now... Uh, you know, after you, after you die, you wake up in this deer's body and you're like, oh no, okay, I guess I have to do deer things. And so the, you know, the game starts giving you directions. It's like, you know, go ahead, use the joystick to walk. So you do that, of course. And it's like, all right, pull the trigger to run. And so the deer starts to run, except it's not running on four legs. It like just stands up and starts running on two no. legs, just arms no. straight by its no, side, no, like a psycho. It's all just bonkers from there. I would do it a no. disservice to describe it. It involves uh, you replacing your antlers with rifles at one point. What? Um, destroying buildings, a giant koala with laser beams for eyes, uh, a trip to the future what? at one point. What? Uh, yeah. Yeah. How many hours did you put into this game? I don't even know. I was oh, so no. engrossed in this and it's so much fun and it seems like it's one of those games where it's like, alright, this is a sandbox. There's no overarching story. You just do it until you get bored. Oh no. There's a story. There's an ending. And you're going to want to <laughs> see how it goes. Jesus. And it's uh, broken to all hell. Don't have high expectations for this as far as like gameplay or anything like that. It's slightly better than the recent Grand Theft Auto re-releases as far as the physics go, but only slightly. Uh, <laughs> wow. It's fun, and it's crazy. So, yeah, that, enjoy that. That sounds, that sounds insane, and it's on Game Pass, so you don't have to spend extra money to play it. Exactly. There's so DLC. That is emphasizing, don't spend money on this game. Do not spend money on this game. Have fun for a couple hours and then just like come back and say Matt you crazy but after that yeah it, it's it just you gotta try you gotta try <laughs> okay uh, I the only game that I've played kind of played a little bit of lately has been I just started this morning the Assassin's Creed uh, Valhalla that I picked up oh for, okay yeah so How's I got that? that for the Xbox um, I mean, it's that beginning where you're learning controls. I didn't have a lot of time to play it. I basically picked it up before work, watched the intro, mm-hmm. and then played a little bit, and then had to go to work. So, you know, I haven't really dug into it. Yeah. Getting used to the controls, all of that. I never liked the very beginning of a video game. A right. new game. It's yeah. never fun. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, either you know those type of controls already, and it's just redundant, Or it's a little too complicated at first, so it's like, all right, I'm trying to move this guy, and he won't go that way. And they give you tutorials, and it's slow. It's just, I don't... And and there's always, like... There's always a fucking intro to the game that you have to deal with where you're just walking. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, can we get past this? We know how to walk. Right. Why are you giving me this beginning part of the game where it's like, hey, you know what you need to do to move forward? Press that. Press that left stick. Press that left stick. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. Hey, do you want to look around? Right stick. There you go. Right there. 
No, my, well, my, no shit. The most frustrating part for me in a lot of these games at the very beginning is when you're walking along another, alongside another character and they're neither running nor walking. And if you're walking, you're falling behind. And they're like, hey, come on, catch up. Don't get lost behind me. Oh, I hate that. Yeah. And then if you're running, you are just booking way ahead of them. And they're like, hey, do you know where you're going? I'm I'm back here, man. You have to follow me. Yeah. It's like, well, you have to choose a speed, man. I got two speeds. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah, Ryan really loved Valhalla like, and recommended it. And like said it was good. Mm-hmm. And I know there are diehard fans of the Assassin's Creed franchises. Last one I got into was Black Flag, mm-hmm. so it's been a bit for me. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm excited to play. I mean, it's Vikings. Like I was, I was waiting for a price drop, but I was interested. Yeah, yeah. My buddy Willie, uh, Willie Opper, he he was really into the one that took place in uh, Egypt. Like the oh yeah, that one, one looked cool. Yeah, it was pretty fun. I, I put I put a couple hours into that because I think that was on Game Pass at one point too. And, Probably. Uh, I'm sure they'll add Valhalla since I just paid twenty bucks for it. Of course they will. You just, first you're... first video game I've bought for the Xbox, and I bought the <laughs> Xbox way the fuck back in July. So mm, mm, mm. that's the value of Game Pass, y'all. I have Love not it. bought a physical game. And then you digital, get to you, you know. get to play crazy shit you never actually play, like Deer Simulator. With three E's, You by the way. really want me to play Deer Simulator. <laughs> I almost want you to live stream it. Just so oh, dear. Can, so people can hear your reaction and hear you swear at me. Like, what the fuck do you have me playing? What the fuck is this? Oh, my God. Yeah, what the fuck? I'm ready for it. Oh, man. It sounds terrible. <laughs> and it sounds like something I would subject myself to. So our last little bit of news for the night. This is another one of those, like, fever dream sort of casting things here. Uh, Jimmy Kimmel, who has done those, like, live on stage, uh, specials with ABC over the past few years, he did, yeah. uh, you know, uh. Dazed and Confused? Dazed? No, not, I'm sorry, not Dazed and Confused. Shit. What is it? Fast Times. Fast Times? Didn't they do Fast Times? I don't remember that. I'm, I'm thinking of just, like, the, uh, the Norman Lear specials he did. Oh no! I was oh you know what? Who who organized those like table reads during COVID? Oh, you're thinking of those? Okay, no no I'm no. I'm thinking no. of a totally different thing. No no no. I'm sorry. I'm talking about the Jeffersons <laughs> okay. thing with Jamie Foxx and uh, what was the other one? Yes, All in that the was great. I loved that. Yeah. yeah yeah, those were really good. So he's yeah. coming back again, and this time he's doing the double shot of different strokes and facts of life. Oh, I love that. Now, this one's a little interesting because there's a connecting thread. Well, I guess the Jeffersons and, and uh, All in the Family yeah, they, had the same gimmick. They so never crossed mind. them over, yeah. yeah. Yeah, they did cross them over. But this one, this time, of course, we have Mrs. Garrison, who played the maid on Different Strokes and spun right. off into the facts of life. Or was it vice versa? I don't remember. Either way, she's going to be in both. I'm, I'm 90 per, I will say 90% sure that Facts of Life was a spinoff of Different Strokes. Okay, okay. I think you're correct in that. So they've announced some of the cast, and I just don't understand how all these actors and actresses are going to fit in. Gabrielle Union, Allison Tolman, Catherine Hahn, Jennifer oh. Aniston. Oh. Apparently, uh, Jennifer Aniston is going to be playing Blair from Different Strokes. Gabrielle Union is going to play Tootie. Uh, Catherine Hahn will play Joe. 
Oh, so they're just going to have adults playing them. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And of course, my my nemesis, uh, Kevin Hart, is going to be playing Willens. Uh, Willens is going to be playing Arnold from Different Strokes. Damon Wayans is going to be playing Willis. What? Ah. They are all very much adults. They are. And not even Damon Wayans Jr. We get Damon Wayans Sr. back in action, which is yeah. amazing. Yeah. I mean, I, I like the cast, obviously. Everyone's incredibly talented, but that is kind of weird. That is I'm very weird. To see how that works. When are they airing that? Um, that's going to be, wow, December 7th. So very soon. Holy fuck. That's <laughs> next. Tuesday. That, they just announced this, and it's next Tuesday. That's crazy business, right there. I mean, uh, apparently he's been teasing it on his uh, on his late night show. Jimmy Kimmel has been teasing it for the past couple of weeks, but they just got around to announcing the cast. So I mean, I was thinking it would be like January. I right. wouldn't think it'd be that far off. Yeah. Wow. But no, okay. man. I mean, look, so, not to uh, be next... morbid, but Norman Lear's involved, and my man yeah. is up there. They're trying to. Get him his flowers before he's gone. So yeah. Yeah. What you said, December eighth. December seventh. Seventh. So yep. yeah, next Tuesday. Guys. Yeah. <laughs> this time next Tuesday. Yep. That will be airing. Mm-hmm. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll have to watch that and then record on Wednesday. Holy shit! John Lithgow is Mr. Drummond. <laughs> oh my god. It's gonna be great. Sold. I can't wait to see it. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait either. We had a lot of fun watching that last one. So. That's true. That's true. Yeah, Who was that was Anne great. Dowd? I don't think I'm familiar with her. Oh, I know that name, but I don't know her face off the top of my head. Oh, Anne Dowd. Yeah, look her oh, up. She's been in nothing of note. Okay, cool, great. I know. Why do I know that name? Oh, she was in the Leftovers, and she was um. Oh the, the yeah, main aunt yeah. From the Handsmaid's Tale. Oh yeah. She's Aunt Lydia. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I knew I recognized be... the name, but I couldn't. I couldn't place it. Mm, this is going to be very interesting because she's going to be a very beloved character after playing some some real hard asses. So yeah. Oh boy. Okay. I believe in her. Yes. I do. Yes. She's talented, <laughs> but yeah, that's rough. Okay. <laughs> so that's all we got this week. Yeah. Yeah. It was a fun one, guys. It was. It was. Thank you so much for listening. Hey, we have some special stuff coming soon to our our wonderful, generous uh, Patreon members. We want to say something. Just thank you for sticking with us this year. Uh, It's been a tricky one, but, you know, you guys have been great boosting us and taking part in that Discord and really just making us feel wanted. So thank you so much. We appreciate all you listeners, honestly. And we would also appreciate it if you would follow us on social media at Lex and Matt across the board. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Follow us. Subscribe to the podcast. Force your friends to subscribe to the podcast. <laughs> Bully them. You know. That's right. If they if they say no, throw their phone into a river. Wow. Just chuck that motherfucker. Just yeep. Why not? Why not? <laughs> Put a little English on it. Get it to skip across a few times too. Yeah. 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 Skip. Yeah. Skip rocks. Fuck them. Skip rocks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, folks. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Matt Peters. And I'm Lex Lutz. Good. It is my turn. Be, be excellent to each other. Yeah. Bye.